holy shit, Fran. <laughs> holy shit, Fresher. Holy shit. What is that? What is that? There's no eye patch over there. Oh, it's hurting. It's hurting, Fresher. It's hurting. What is that? What is that, bro? <laughs> that was um, pretty funny. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode number 76 of the Fresher and Parland show. I, I am Parlance. And I am Fresher. Holy shit, Fresher! I mean, what is that? It thing doesn't work there? if it's not Jay. It's gotta be Jay. I know it's true. Holy shit, Jay! Of course, everyone, we're talking about the viral video of the Boston dude who saw the giant fish floating in the water from last um, week. Yeah, from last it's week. Kind of dead now. I haven't heard anything about it this week, but well, uh, well it is hurting, Jay. That thing is hurting. That's good meat, though. Let's. It's good meat. Oh, <clears throat> but it's good. It's good to be back. Also, first of the month, October 1st. Happy 1st, everyone. Happy October. End of the third quarter. Start of the fourth quarter. We are now past the equinox, which we were going to talk past about last equinox, week. Yes, past the supermoon. Yeah, past the blood moon slash full moon slash eclipse slash... Uh, I don't like... I, my uh, stuff wasn't working, so I don't, I don't have my eye patch. My eyes look all wonky. Plus, I don't have my uh, thing. People don't even know who I am on video, except for when I say that I'm fresher. It's true. It's true. Well, guess what? Those big-time Fresh and Par fans, they know who you are. They'd figure it go- that, I guess. It goes without saying. I mean, it's, if you just read the name of the video and then see that you're Parlance, you can deduce that I'm fresher. I mean, even if I didn't have that up, it's a 50-50 shot. It is a 50-50 shot. <laughs> And we're making it easier because yours is up there. <laughs> right. So, frankly, it's on you, people. It's on you, Pooh. If you can't figure it out, you should just, like, turn the channel. Yeah. But don't do that. <laughs> Stay here. No, you, you could do that, but just come back later. Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, we are watching on Twitter always, including right now, lively. If you wanted to tweet at us at Fresh and Par, uh, we can answer your questions or, you know, whatever you'd like to talk about with us. Normally we get insulted, um, but we like those. I wish. Oh, actually, I did want to read. We had some great tweets um, last week while we were off. Yeah, it was really interesting. It's like we had a lot of buzz last week. John Krasinski from The Office said, hashtag fap time, where are you guys? As you know, John Krasinski. We we weren't up. I know. George Clooney. George Clooney. Who knew? George Clooney's a big fan. He said, I'm dapper. And I'm missing you. I thought that was pretty <laughs> nice. I thought that was pretty nice. That is pretty and, good. And lastly, um, at Kim Kardashian, she said, Northwest is my son. You're my babies. I thought that was pretty nice. That, I that is was pretty nice. I mean, yeah. we're, uh, we're getting a little bit of notoriety here, you know. Yeah, that's pretty nice. I'm glad they did that. If you want to tweet at any of those and tell them how happy you are that they watch the show and that you're also a fan, just feel free to at John Krasinski. The real John Krasinski uh, at uh, Kim Kardashian and uh, George Clooney. Yeah. So, seriously. Yeah, seriously. Hashtag fap time and make sure to CC us at Fresh and Par. But uh, um, I'm glad that you're feeling better, seeing as that you were sick last week. Oh, it was terrible. I was terrible. I got my wife came back from London with a cold of some sort and passed it on to me. Um, uh, I don't then, know if it's, yeah, go ahead. It's crazy that our coworker's wife also went to London, and then he got the same sickness, possibly. 
I'm fairly certain he got the exact same thing because he had the same. London, man. It's where all the germs are. It's crazy there. It's apparently where all the wives go and then come back ill. <laughs> oh, hey oh. Yeah. Hey oh. Um, but speaking of my wife, it was her birthday last weekend. Uh, yeah, for that's sure. exciting too. Happy did you birthday. Know that? Did you know that? Mrs. Parlance. I did. It was on my birthday calendar. I told her. Um, I, we went to Vancouver for the uh, weekend. Super fun. It was a good time. I have uh, a couple things Ooh. I wanted to... Oh, go ahead. You were what? I was going to talk about a couple things to mention about oh, Vancouver. Should. I was just going to throw out a comparison. Do you like Vancouver or Victoria better? Ooh. Victoria, the city or Victoria, the island? Uh, the trip. What does that mean, the trip? Like, I mean, you say, like, oh, I'm going to Vancouver. That could include, like, any sort of activities in the immediate Vancouver vicinity that you do, including the drive up there. Whereas Victoria would be, like, not necessarily just the city, but, like, anything that you do while you're there. It's interesting, though, because you could go to Vancouver Island and never go to Victoria itself. You know what I'm saying? So you could go to, like, Tofino, which is way on the other side, far away from uh, Victoria. So I think as a whole, I probably would... So I mean, not the island. I mean, like the city, like oh, Vancouver. Yeah, including like the gardens or whatever. I guess you know, but butchered gardens, if you will. Yeah, yeah no, I I one hundred percent choose Vancouver because you don't have to take a to take a stupid ferry, and like uh, you know, and there's waste- like way more to do. I was arguing with someone about. I, I think my parents they like Victoria better. I mean, it's nice. Yeah, it's like, all right, but it's like kind of boring. My favorite thing is a miniature museum, and that's not a very good, like, best thing to have. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very tiny museum. Yeah, it's a good museum, but it's, I think, the best thing in Victoria. Well, you you know, you have your waterfront. um, Uh, It's just okay. Yeah, I think Victoria's might be a bit... I like our waterfront's better than their waterfront. I think Victoria might be a bit overrated. I think it is, too. Boom! Victoria, in your face! Yeah, I mean... Everything that would be kind of like contraband worthy, you could get in Vancouver, such as Cuban rum and cigars. Oh, is that like a reason to go there? Well, people go to Canada, they got to smoke. Wait, can't you get that here now? We're like, don't have the stuff on in Cuba. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Oh. Yeah. Didn't, uh, I mean, well, continue about your Vancouver trip. Well, I wanted to give a, a couple, I wanted to talk about a few things, specifically. Happy birthday, wifey. Um, but uh, no, we went to the Richmond Night Market. Have you been to the Richmond Night Market? I haven't <laughs> been to the Night Market now. I Let feel me... like, I mean, Night Marks have always existed, but I feel like they've got a lot more popular in the last couple of years in, like, this area. Or, like, you know, the U.S. or whatever. Right, so you've been to the Night Market in, in Chinatown here, right? The International District? Yeah, it's, like, huge. It's huge, but let me tell you something. It blow. It stinks. Oh, yeah, no, I'm sure. I mean, there's way more Chinese people in Vancouver. Now, I've been in night markets in uh, a number of Asian countries, in Vietnam, in Thailand, in Hong Kong, uh, uh, not in Malaysia, but those three three specific places I've been to night markets. Yeah. Um, And my wife has been also additionally in a night market in um, Beijing. And um, we both agreed that if you were to just like remove the English from the signs, the comprehension. Yeah. Which is might, a bonus in your case. I mean, that, right there. 
Oh no! And oh, what? You came in twice. What? That was weird. Can you see your other self? No, I can't see my other self. I see your other self. It's a really funny face. It looks like you're pooping. Oh, I think it went away. No, it's still there. Interesting. Still? I mean, in my, like, console thing. But anyways, take away the English signs, and, like, you're basically in an Asian night market. Pretty much. It's it's a real deal for real deal stuff. They had some really interesting food, including the, ban- what was it called? The banana cone? I showed you the name of it. The horn cone. Oh, yeah, that looks cool with the ice cream. Yeah, so essentially it's a kind of, like, long horn-shaped um, uh, cone, and it, it's it's hollow in the middle. It's like a, like a, a, maybe I could find a picture of it, but I should have just had a picture of it ready to go, but, um... It's it's a giant thing, and they have like a soft serve ice cream with like a. I saw it. It has a contraption, like a um, a narrow narrowing of the tube, and they yeah. actually fill the the tube. They stick it in there, and it shoots out, and then they put it on both sides. So you have this long, maybe foot long J, if you will. Yeah, yeah. And it's filled with ice cream. Like pull up a picture and do the share thing. Do, does that work? Yeah, but I can't remember the name of it, so I don't want to... Uh, uh, ice cream... Ice cream horn. I already have it up here. Horn? Oh. Yeah, I got it. I got it right now. Let's see if I can... <laughs> I don't know what the search. Oh, I got it. That was like way yeah. fast. I like... <laughs> I, turned, I typed ice cream ho. That's as far <laughs> as I got. <laughs> um, let me see if I could... Uh, how, let me see. How do you get rid of your, your, your... I think you can do like control F or something. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I'll, I'll, I'm going to put it on here, and this is you can see what the ice cream the ice cream horn looks like. As long as I could get over to uh, share my screen here, yes, there we go. Yep, yep, yep. And there it is. That's the ice cream horn right there. It's craziness. Look that's at that thing. Horny. I mean, that's pretty crazy. So that's just one of many things that they have at this. And point. that's an original picture, huh? No, it's not an original picture. Oh. I, I thought your picture had the dude in it too. Or... Did you no, not that, take, maybe that's just the one that I saw that that's you should. Ex- that's exactly. I literally went to the one that I sent you. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's crazy. That's a lot of ice cream. There's a lot of ice cream, and uh, there was so much stuff like fit, like squid fish balls and squid and full on fish and tofu pudding and. That sounds make- like the typical. I'm sure there was like weird stuff. No, I mean there there wasn't like the weirdest thing I think I saw was the. Non taco, like the non taco. I heard of that. Yeah, no, I, I had that the other day. What? I had a non taco. What? Where yeah. did you have it at? Someone's house. Like they made non tacos, and I kept doing like non taco wordplays. Like what? I don't remember now, but just you know, like this is like I don't know. Like it's not a taco, non-taco. I, I can't think of it. But it's not. I don't have it. If I had one right now, I could do it. But mm, non-tacos. There was like a bunch of stuff like that. Uh, I mean, I can't. I frankly, I can't even go into the level. There was so much stuff. They had these uh, um, smoothies, and they called them virgin daiquiri, virgin drinks, or virgin juices, or whatever. Yeah. And, and people were walking around with these things, and they would shove, like, a LED into the drink. What? Like, Just, like, like a, a LED cube thing? 
Yeah, and, and people would be walking around, they'd be drinking these like uh, juices and smoothies and shakes with that were bl- like like a disco ball. It was oh, like that's, yeah, I've seen that at like bars, like at clubs or whatever. They have the like light bulb ice cubes or yeah. the LED like ice cubes. Yeah, so it was just all of that kind of stuff. That that sounds know, awesome. I would go to that. It's if it's two dollars. It's only two dollars to enter. Two dollars and twenty. It costs money to enter. Yeah, it does cost money to enter. How uh, how often do they do it? It's uh, that that was either this or last was the last weekend. It goes off. Oh also. my gosh! And you're it's, just telling me about this? It ju- well, I just went. I had never heard about it. It starts and it goes through the whole summer. Apparently, in the in the, like the heat of the summer. It's I'll have to go next year for sure. It's well to well people, but apparently we went kind of off season, or like last weekend. It was it was uh, pretty. Um, it was not as crowded. They also have like games, like carnival games and stuff, and the the prizes, yeah, are huge. They're not Chinese food. No, they're like big giant stuffed animals and stuff. But they also have like a bunch of um, um, Chinese like merchants. And stuff, so you get to see like the Asian, the latest Asian like fashion and beauty stuff, like the late the Asian, yeah, Asian beauty. Well, they have like you know I didn't know this, but I guess in Korea that uh, a very hot trend right now is like designer contact lenses that aren't prescription. Oh yeah, they they have those in Japan too. There's like so many. Yeah, so there you you could go there and you could, like look at them, and there's like people like tapping and like looking at all the different like colors and stuff that you get and um, it's like they get like hello kitties and stuff like there's lots of stuff there's so much stuff yeah it's a crazy amount of contact stuff and then also um i it was it was 45 canadian but they were they had the giant um this is like one dollar us now they had the giant um onesies that were like characters like dinosaurs and um yoshi and uh, ladybugs and everything that they were selling that actually probably would have fit me if I chose to like go for that, but I didn't. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, they had a ton of different, like I would say cell phone, essentially like all of the stuff you see really cheap from China, they had available in some sort of kiosk available for sale for pretty rel- for relative. And they had a lot of sock vendors with crazy socks? yeah socks that's cool i would get some socks there i almost i was so close to buying a pair of obama socks obama socks yeah they had a picture it was like obama's head like really poorly made that just said obama on them was it like a cartoon or like a photo no it was like a bad uh, like a really terrible crochet job of his it wasn't like a photo it was it was <laughs> It was almost like a uh, pixel junk version of, of Obama. You know what I'm saying? Like not like a like a Minecraft Obama. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I was so close. I didn't get them though, but they were super cheap. It was like five pairs for like twenty bucks, which is relatively inexpensive. Well, that's for, super cheap. Yeah, I mean that's not that's like medium cheap. Well, five pairs for twenty bucks Canadian. Oh what? That's yeah. like fifty cents. <laughs> um. <laughs> And uh, so the, the Richmond Night Market, I don't know if I could advocate this anymore. Obviously, this is the last weekend. If you have a chance, you're in the Pacific Northwest. It's in the summer. Go in there and check it out. It is by far a worthy uh, or worthwhile, I should yeah, say. Yeah, I'm going to definitely go next year. No and, question about it. And if you go, maybe maybe, maybe we could uh, do it together because I would love Ooh. to go back. That would um, be cool because then I could, like, get drunk or something. <laughs> <laughs> They do. I mean, I don't even think they sell liquor there. I don't think they sell you liquor. You can't drink on the street in Canada anyways. Right. There's not many places you can drink on the street. I mean, there yeah, are. It's like everywhere. 
Where? Everywhere. I can think of three places. That's it. Like, I think basically everywhere in the world, like, minus maybe 10 countries. I mean, besides the Middle East. You can't drink there at all. (laughs) I don't think you can drink... I'm pretty sure you can drink outside in Russia. You can drink outside in all of Asia. In Thailand, Japan, China, Korea, you can drink outside. And that's already, like, most of the world. India, pretty sure they don't have laws you can't drink outside. If just India and China alone, that's, like, most of the world. I guess. I guess. But, I mean, I'm thinking in the United States, you can't, there's, like... Oh, well, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It's the United States, you can barely do it. There's only a couple cities. Yeah, it's Savannah, Las Vegas, and, um, and uh, New Orleans. That's the three places I know for sure. Uh, also, Butte, Montana, and Atlanta. Where in Atlanta, though? Not all of Atlanta. Yeah, maybe not all of it, but I looked maybe. it up. There's like six or seven cities. We talked about it before. I was surprised Butte, though. That was that was a shocking one. Well, I mean, it... <laughs> well, not we're... that it matters. I mean, if they're going to enforce it, but specifically, it's listed as there is no open container laws. I'm thinking like if you're in Butte, Montana, you have no choice to be drunk a hundred percent of the time. No you offense. have no choice but to be? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. No, sorry, Butte, Montana, but you got to be. They're probably drunk right now. Matter of fact, they're probably. <laughs> um, all of our. All, we just, I just offended all five of our Butte, Montana. Uh, yeah, I right. Think pretty cool. I like Butte. Um, and then lastly, uh, I wanted to talk about this restaurant I went to called The Farmer's Apprentice. I had booked this thing maybe two and a half months ago. Yeah. And uh, we still had to wait like 20 minutes to get a seat, which is, I think, pretty ridiculous. Wait, but you booked it and you still have to wait? Yeah, exactly. So you just booked the day? What Could you have maybe not got in? Uh, if we had just showed up, we probably would have had to wait an hour to get a seat or two. Was it worth it? Was it that good? It was, pr- it was pretty good, but it wasn't awesome. And I, the reason why it would it would have been better had if I wasn't like my diet didn't restrict me. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, the things that we did have were pretty good. But I I think we maybe missed out on some of their signature dishes because um, she they have they're known for their pre feed. They have a vegetarian option and a um, meat option, or should they an omnivore option? What's and, the the three fee? What? Pre-fee, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you pay one price and then you get, like, a seven-course meal. Oh. Cool. Do you know, the, do you know what that means? It looks like... It looks like no, pri- it's P-R-I-X-F-I-X-E. You've seen it before. It looks like pr- Prix-Fix-E. I've never, never seen it or heard of it. Really? It's like a set meal. Well, now you know. Pre-fee. Look it up. Yeah. Um, that's what they're known for. And if one person gets it, both people have to get it. So, unfortunately, since I wasn't going to get it, she was not able to get it. I told her that she could get it, and I'll just drink water. Um, but she didn't didn't buy it. So <laughs> that's not very convincing. Like, no, it's fine. You can get it, and I'll just drink water. That's well, like whatever. something that like a girl would do. I kind like, of said, no, I, go ahead, get all the stuff. I can't have it, but I'm fine with water. <laughs> I didn't really say that. I said I'll. I said I'd eat parts of the things that I could eat off of the menu that she was eating. Essentially, like I would, but. Um, but anyway, yeah, that that was uh, we did a bunch of other stuff, but those were kind of like the highlights. That was um, exciting. Yeah, and we took Merlin, and uh, I just want to give a shout out to the Sheraton 
downtown Sheraton, the Wall Center Sheraton. In Vancouver. First, in Vancouver. First off, they um, they said um, they gave us a free bottle of wine, uh, Mission Ridge wine. We've actually been to that winery in um, Kelowna before or Kelowna or whatever in BC. Yeah. They gave us a free bottle of Chardonnay for her birthday. They gave us free. That's pretty awesome. Then you know they have high speed internet or whatever, and I called yeah. them up. I called them up. I said, "Hey, you know, what's do, is that included in the rate or whatever?" And they're like, "No, no, you don't get the internet included on the rate." And I was like, "Oh, that's terrible." And they're like, "But hey, it's your wife's birthday, so why don't you just have that on us?" So how did you say it was her birthday? Did you just tell them straight away, or on the reservation you put it? I I don't know. They asked, "Is there any special occasion?" And Kat's like, uh, "My wife's like, no, no, I don't, I don't know." No, there's nothing. They're like, so you're just here for this? She's like, well, we're here for my birthday. That's what she said at check-in, and then just noted in the account, I guess. That's awesome. And so they gave us so they gave us free internet, a free bottle of wine, which is probably like a $25, $30 bottle of wine, um, Canadian. Yeah. Canadian, so like 6 bucks US. I know. Um, and then um, and they didn't charge us for parking, and they didn't charge us to have Merlin stay in the room. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. So they were amazing. Um, so, you know, I don't often like, you know, I don't often, comp- I complain mostly. So this is a rare instance of. <laughs> you have no- nothing but praise or whatever. Yeah, That's exactly. So they, they were super good. And when we were bringing Merlin into the lobby of the hotel, we had just been in the car for, I don't know, like three hours or whatever. Yeah. And, um, and we were just like, tr- we were just literally unloading this stuff. And then we were going to. Um, just go back out again, but we had to bring Merlin. We didn't want to leave him in the car. And as we're coming through the lobby, Merlin squatted and pooped in the lobby. What? And they didn't even care. They were just... That's crazy, though. I know, but it, it was just like... It was kind of on us. We just were, like, hurrying, and we didn't... We were in the parking garage or whatever. It was on you. I mean, dogs. They just poop wherever. Exactly. So we had to pick it up, and, and but they were super courteous about it, and we were really super embarrassed, but they... They made us feel okay about it. Um, um, so anyway, Sheraton, Wall Center, Vancouver, check it that out. That was cool. Yeah. Um, so what about what about you? I know you were you had a I big was, big thing this week. Yeah, I did. I did a bunch of stuff, including last week. But I thought I'd mention just so I can uh, drink it first. Like we got our second IPA done, and I got the bottle bot working. So I printed uh, my first labels. It's oh, it's backwards, but. Is it backwards? No, it's not. No, it's but, not. But uh, I gotta like get the pen a little bit more calibrated or whatever. But it's, I thought it worked pretty good for uh, printing on bottles. Like this was my first one using a, a sharpie, just the thing. But it looks pretty good. So I'm gonna be putting, making new labels and stuff for my beers. I mean, Graham's beers. But what's the JK stand for? That is our brewery name, which is James Keene. It's also my cousin's name, coincidentally, but woo, RPA number two. It was pretty good. We tried it the first time Monday, but it's. I think it needs to wait a little bit longer, but I'm going to try it again anyways. All like, right, it's really see. fizzy, this one. Let's see. Ooh, it's better. <laughs> but anyways... Enough about that. And then also, I had jury duty this week, which I was surprised because I know a lot of people who never did jury duty. But this is my third time doing jury I mean, I guess in my life, but still, like, three times. So I did that earlier this week, and um, 
I didn't get selected for any cases, but I did get brought in for one case, like to be on, like, you know, testing the jurors or whatever. And I was like the first six. So I was in the jurors box or whatever that's called. But uh, it was pretty interesting. It was for a drunk driving case, like that uh, they were fighting or whatever. And yeah, the, the chick was in there, like for selecting the jurors, which I've never seen. I mean, I've only been one other time, but it was, yeah, it was cool. It was fun. And since it's right next to work, it doesn't like, I can just go to work after. I don't have to like take time off necessarily. So they, they dismissed you? Yeah, the second day. No, no. Like when you were in the first six, what did they do? You, they just told, made you leave? Oh, yeah. No, I was the last dismissal. I don't know like what, why. Do they ask you any questions? Yeah, a bunch. Like you had to talk. Every, they ask. They're just like talking, and then they have like, "Has anyone so and so so?" And then you raise your hand, and then they like have a list, and they're like, "So," and then they like ask specific people just like randomly, because otherwise, like no one's gonna talk up. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, uh, one of them that I maybe got me not on it was one of my good friends is a police officer, and they're like, "Do you have any friends who are police officers?" So, because they wouldn't want it you to be like biased towards police officers or whatever you know right but i don't know and then uh they were asking like do you trust breathalyzer tests or like do you know like whatever one of the guys in the jury was a uh emergency like he works in a hospital for like a he's like an emergency doctor or whatever so they they unselected him too because he would be biased because he deals with like you know drunk people all the time or uh, another two other people did have DUIs before, so like they were off too because they would be biased to like you know what I mean. I know what you mean. I yeah. thought that was interesting, but so there was that, and my stories aren't as long as yours. I'm not. I'm not really a storyteller, as we were talking about that thing earlier today. <laughs> but um, I got my fence posts up. So I'm building a fence on the side of my house and uh, I got some of my wall done. So I poured the concrete and have like the straight up fence poles and whatever posts. So now I just have to make a fence gate. It shouldn't be too hard. I'm going to go get the wood. I'm measuring it, but it's like a really big span. So I'm not sure if I'm going to have it be like a double door or just like one door. Wait, a double door? Yeah. Like a double fence gate. Wait, like a Dumbledore? A Dumbledorf? Yeah. It could be like a Dumbledorf. What about That's a Dumbledore? Isn't what that about the a school or something? Dumbledore? He's the the guy, the headmaster of Harry Potter. Oh, that's a person. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're thinking What's of, the Hog- of school? Hogwarts. Oh, Hogwarts, yeah. Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and then I also went to my friend's wedding, which was really fun. So the last wedding of the season. This is the most wedding-filled uh, year that I've had, but... Congratulations, Dennis and Molly. Way to go. It was a really fun wedding. Way to go. Hope you're listening and uh, stay tuned. I don't think that. I mean, maybe someday, but I don't think they're listening. Are they on on a happy moon right now? They might be. I'm not sure. I have a quick question. Why do you think they call it a honeymoon versus like. I have like no idea. What? Like, what's so moony about it and what's the honey? Yeah, I don't know. Is there any other use of the term honeymoon it seems like it should be from something else too so i'm thinking it's a sweet uh, a sweet moon like a like a a very rare thing it's a honeymoon it's oh a like moon. a blue moon or something yeah like a honeymoon 
Yeah, it could be. Yeah, and when and and honeymoon, it I don't know. Like, was it, I wonder if honeymoon meant something? Like, if that was like a time of the year where people got pregnant. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I don't think that that's like accurate, but also football related. Speaking oh, about here, football, here, here it is in fifteen forty six. Uh, the marriage, that's pretty long ago. The idea that the first month of marriage is the sweetest. Oh, that's uh-huh. what it's specifically. Yeah. The first month. Yep. A honeymoon can also be the first moments a newlywed couple spend together or the first holiday they spend together to celebrate their marriage. So that's it. It has to do with like, kind of like. Uh, so it's exactly what I thought that it would have been. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm reading this here though. And they say that. Um, what there has to do in 15. Uh, wait, wait, wait. In 1542, Samuel Jackson wrote the first month after marriage when there is nothing but tenderness and pleasure, originally having no reference to the period of the month, but comparing mutual affection of newly married persons to the changing moon, which is no sooner full than it begins to wane. So, oh, so I see. I see what it's saying. It's like when you're first married, it's a full moon. It's a honeymoon, but then it starts to wane because, you know, you're no longer in love, I guess. Yeah, okay. that was a dumb description. Also, yeah. that you needed to like rephrase it in a different way to make it work. Yeah, well, apparently it also has to do with mead, which is a honey-based alcoholic dr- beverage drink. With mead? Mead. Yeah, I don't know how it would have to do with mead. Is it's it a, hun- a separate meaning? A separate meeting? Oh! <laughs> Honeymoon also has its origins that date back to the 5th century when cultures represented calendar time with moon cycles back then a newlywed couple drank mead the honey during their first moon of marriage i think the honeymoon is now that you've read all those definitions a super boring word and not worth having that many definitions okay <laughs> like the first description was good enough and all these other ones are like they're not even different it's basically the same thing <laughs> yeah i kind of like uh you know, Koreans, when they go on a honeymoon, they dress alike for the entire trip. That's awesome. Don't they just dress alike all the time? No, no, they don't dress alike all the time. Matching couples. Yeah, they're like a matching couple. So if you're traveling abroad, and you see two Asian people wearing bright yellow shirts and white pants or look exactly the no, same. Because I see a lot of old Asian people wearing exactly the same thing, and they're not on a honeymoon, I'm pretty sure. You don't know that, but they could also be on a tour group, which is different. It's like a honeymoon. It's like a honeymoon, except with a bunch of other people. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I went to a Huskies game. That was my first football game that I've ever been to. It was really fun. Well, why don't you tell people what the Huskies are? Because not everyone is from... are the University of Washington football game, Huskies. And? Which uh, is, uh, I would call it the U, because it's the University of Washington. Not yeah, but here's the thing: real college fans would never call University of Washington. The yeah, U. but real college fans are dumb because that's what it's called. I heard that brought it up because I already know this argument. <laughs> Who? Because the U is the University of Miami, which is dumb. I'm just, I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. I, I don't. Know. I don't I care. That's wrong. But also, this Monday, I'm going to a Seahawks game, so I had the warm up at the Huskies game at the U, and then going to. Seahawks versus Monday Detroit, night. which should you be awesome. You go to the Monday night game? Yeah. That's pretty awesome. 
I know. I, did, I, I once went to a Monday night game of the Seahawks. It was really fun. Yeah, I heard, like, I'm excited. That'll be pretty cool. Do you have good seats? What? Do you have good seats? Uh, Maybe, probably. I mean, I think that all the seats are good. Well, like, is there a chance we could see you on TV? Probably not, no. Uh, I don't think that warrants a good seat. Uh, yeah, because the cameras are usually in the lower sections. So if you're in the I lower would rather se- be in the upper sections. Oh, not me. I like being in the lower section. But then you can't see the game. I can see the game. I don't know. I actually like after the Huskies game. Um, my friend who goes to a lot of football games, uh, he was saying that he prefers the upper parts too. Not super high, but like maybe mid stadium, because uh, you can see the whole field and you can see like how the plays are going out. Because if you're down on the front. You, like you can't see that like at all, and it, I thought it was way different because on it was a Saturday game, and then I watched the um, the Seahawks game on Sunday on TV, and it was like way different. Like after have seen like the whole field and like watching all the plays and seeing what's happening, like going back to watching it on TV where they just show like the one part and then they like yeah it's all replays like you can't tell like what's happening. I kind of <laughs> like I like the view of far away because you can always get the camera of getting it close. Yeah, I, I, um, so I actually, it's interesting you mentioned that, and this is going to probably, people are be like, tune out, it's about sports. But, um, so this year I've actually taken a new tactic on watching um, football. So, yeah. it, you know, because I actually now pay more attention to the defense than I do the offense. Yeah. Um, because I find now, <clears throat> and I never really realized this, is that the defense, um, really dictates the offensive play. And um, a good quarterback could tear apart a bad defense so easily. And yeah. uh, so the next time you go to a game, what you should pay attention to is um, when a linebacker or a safety plays on a slot receiver or a, a running back that comes out of the backfield. So essentially watch – the mismatches on the field and and watch the zones that they create and you'll start to see patterns on how they they distribute the ball amongst the offensive players based off of the matchups that the defense is is um presenting to the offense i and this is like some you know i've always knew this but now i'm kind of starting to realize it you know and yeah and, and i mean I'd like my friend uh bryce who is super into the stats and all of like the strategy and stuff for football. Uh, he like always tells me all the stuff. So like I'm, I like hear about all of, like he can explain in detail like everything that's happening like the whole time and like all that like you're talking about, and like it is. And then I can ask him questions and he like knows exact answers. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, like the defense and the offense. Like the whole um, if the defense thinks that there it's not a good match for the offense then like they'll totally call the timeout and so like i didn't know that's like the usefulness of a timeout is because it makes you be able to reline up there's like uh there's you're like gonna, um you're gonna like lose it or whatever there's generally three three um reasons for a timeout the first and obvious reason is because time is running out and you want to like save the clock so you call timeout the other one is is that if you look up and you know there's a, a play clock, so you get 48, 45, or whatever. I forget exactly how many seconds between plays it might be thirty five seconds. Yeah. And if and if you don't get the play call like and snap the ball before that comes out, it's a penalty, a delay of game penalty. So if you're not ready, generally you'll see someone call a timeout. 
um, because they don't have a play-in. But no, I, I thought only the coach can call timeout. Nope. Any pl- uh, any player on the field, like the quarterback, actually the coach being allowed to call a timeout is actually a new thing. It's only been in the league. I've for- only ever seen the coach call a timeout. The coach, being, the coach being able to call a timeout has probably only been introduced into the league for the last five or six years. I mean, that's the only thing I've ever seen, though. I've never seen a player call timeout. Oh, yeah. Players call timeout all the time. All the time. I've never seen it, though. Yeah. Um, and then, um, and then lastly, the, uh, 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 offense or defense would call a timeout because like you said, there's some sort of mismatch or miscommunication between what the offense is, thinks the defense is going to do or vice versa. The defense is what the yeah, offense yeah, is yeah. That's I, the, I think that's the most, I mean, I didn't know that was a thing. Like it makes sense, but I wouldn't have thought of that. The number one usage of a timeout is to stop the clock because they're in a two-minute drill. That is by far the, the most usage of a timeout. Yeah, for sure. But, like, that's boring. <laughs> like, that's obvious. Right. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but the second – like, the the, the, the the thing you're talking about – oh, there's another usage of a timeout, to ice a kicker. To ice a kicker? Yeah. So let's say um, there's, like, eight seconds on the clock, right? Yeah. And they're down by two, and the team is going to kick a field goal to win by one occasionally they will like right before the ball snap, the coach will call a timeout. Yeah. To get to, like try to get the kicker into a different mental space to potentially miss the kick. Huh? Yeah. I've never seen that one, but anyways, yeah. football. Yeah. So I, yeah. I watch a lot. I watch too much football. That's, I don't, that, but yeah. I still think it's cool. Like all of the, I mean, it's like, it's an intricate game. If you look into it, it's every game is intricate, but I feel like with that one, um, there are so. I think in particular with football, it's such a sloppy game with so much improvisation that um, if you were to get a team that was super talented that completely fired on all cylinders and was perfect, you, like didn't make mistakes, you would be unstoppable. But the thing is, it never happens. No, everyone always makes mistakes. So it's, it's really, I think football above all sports is a game of imperfection. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's the whole thing. If it, yeah. Duh. Duh. <laughs> I mean, it's physical ability and like chance and like all that stuff. But, um, cool. Yeah. Like for instance, the, like the giants played last Thursday night and that game was so terrible. I couldn't believe I was watching professional athletes play. That's how bad it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, a bunch of stuff come, that came up. The Pope was here in the in in the interim while we were, I was sick and you were jury dutying. The Pope came came and went. I know, yeah, I saw some stuff about it. There was what was the most notable thing that the Pope did? I mean, he like he spoke to Congress. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that, that guy took his water. That's crazy. I know, I know. <laughs> and then a bunch of Catholic Supreme Court justices didn't show up. Did um, you hear that? Uh, really? Why yeah. not? Because they don't like the Pope. They don't like the Pope? Why not? Because he's, uh, he's a socialist. He's a commie. He believes in global warming. Wait, I thought that he's Catholic. They're Catholic, though, right? Yeah. How, I thought you can't not like the Pope if you're Catholic. Uh, you, could, you could absolutely like the, the, not like the Pope if you're Catholic. That's weird. That's against God. Let me just tell you something. You're not Catholic, then. You might as well just be a different kind of Christian. Well, I think here's the thing is that everything is politicized now. So um, this is the complications with the Pope because the Pope is a 
he is like straight down the middle. Everyone pretty much has a, a grievance against him. <clears throat> the, the conservatives don't like him because he talks about uh, the wealth getting richer, about uh, capitalism being bad, about greed not being good. He talks about big businesses taking advantage of the little people. He talks about income inequality and, uh, and the global warming. And he says that these are all, and the global warming is a man-made condition, which is like all the Republicans are like, screw that, blah, blah, blah. Essentially, because that's like their core, like, you know, beliefs that they don't believe in. They believe capitalism is good. They believe income inequality is not a real thing. You can just pull yourself up by your bootstraps. They believe cap, uh, greed is good. They also don't believe global warming is a but real thing. But I don't see, like, I mean, like, the, all that stuff doesn't matter because it's the Pope. That's the whole point of the Pope. Well, this I mean, is like, I don't see why they can have some sort of opinion because if they're Catholic, then, I mean, he's <clears> their, like, indisputable leader. Not everyone is Catholic. That's a Republican. Yeah, no, that's fine. If you're not Catholic, whatever, you cannot like him. But yeah. you were saying Catholic people. Yeah, some Catholic people do not like him. And that he's a polarizing force. But the people on the left also don't like him because the people in, he doesn't support gay marriage. He doesn't support equality for women. He doesn't support um, abortion rights or wi the women's right to choose. Um, yeah, I mean, he he's just like, yeah. <clears throat> so, I mean, all that stuff. Like, I mean, like, he's just, he's the Pope. Like, it doesn't, yeah. I mean, people are just going to follow him. That's the thing. Like, he's not about any, like, stuff. He's just, like, the head of a religion. And he, so people love him. He is absolutely about stuff. That's the whole thing here. No, no I mean, yeah, it's, that's not my point. Yeah, he's about stuff, but, like, people don't care because it's a religion and you just follow it. That's my point. Like, whatever other people think outside, it doesn't matter because people just follow him because it's a religion. I don't think I think you're 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 confusing like a uh, you're I'm confusing like politicians with regular people, and you're confusing devout Catholicism with the right to actually think critically about something. Just because you're Catholic doesn't mean you have to like everything about Catholicism. No, it's true, but like I mean, that's like it's it's for the masses or whatever, and they're probably not gonna. <laughs> they just... So anyway, I guess my point is is like fuck the Pope. I mean, straight up, <laughs> really? like. Yeah, I don't like him. I don't like him one bit. I think he's a jerk. I don't think he's a jerk. I mean, like, I think he's all right, I guess. I don't really have an opinion. But, yeah, uh, I mean, I guess he's important because a lot of people follow him. Yeah, you know who else follows him? He's a world who, leader. Who has more Twitter followers, Kim Kardashian or the Pope? Probably Kim Kardashian. So, like, does that make her important? Kind of, yeah. So who's more important, Kim Kardashian or the Pope? The Pope? But Kim Kardashian sells cologne. <laughs> so it doesn't. It doesn't matter what the money. I think that if Pope said to do something, more people will do it than if Kim Kard Kardashian said to do something. I'm not sure about that. I'm a hundred percent sure. Okay, so give me give me an example of let's say. No, I'm not that they. Yeah, not retrospect. Oh, I mean retrospectively, you could just look historically. Like there was a bunch of like weird stuff that the Catholic Church did just because the Pope said. Well, here's the thing. Historically, the Pope has had way more power in history. Yeah, but I mean, that's his position. Anyways, we don't need to be in a Pope debate versus Kardashians. He was here. That was, he was the he, thing. He was oh, here. Oh, and also, he didn't have lunch with the politicians who asked him to. I heard that was a, like a, a dick move on his part. He didn't have lunch with the politicians who asked him to, but he did have lunch with that Kentucky uh, um, marriage license lady. Really? Yeah. I didn't hear that. I heard that he just like handed out food to poor people or something. No, he went to her, and according to her, 
But the, the Pope's people have confirmed that they did meet. Yeah. The, the Pope told her to keep fighting the good fight. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. And he gave her two um, ro uh, like um, rosemary beads or something. And yeah. uh, and here's the thing. She's not even Catholic, so it's so weird. But like, I know. She's like not even, she's like not even a religion, basically. <laughs> she's a religion <laughs> unto herself. Um, but anyway, yeah, I guess this is my point is that like, I find most like religious leaders to be silly. And I think like the fact that he has, is as divisive as he is and like the, the fact that like people just want to like butt heads over his opinions. That's my a, point. I, I don't know. I, I just, that's why I just like go, I, I don't, it's like, I, this is why I don't like the Pope because it's just like. I mean, like, like the guy still has water and he says he's going to sprinkle it on his kids. That's crazy. Like that's the level that people follow him. That's my point. And like, so, like some people will do that for Kim Kardashian, but like I'm, way more people will do it for the Pope. <laughs> I don't know. All right. You're probably right because <laughs> I mean, I don't, first off, I think anyone who collects water from anybody and says I'm going to sprinkle it on anything has problems. Okay. Yeah, but people like a bunch of people in like whatever, like probably South America and a bunch of places, like anything that like he touches or like just stuff, like they keep it as like a blessed thing and like you know praise it and stuff, just like the water thing. They, you know, they were saying like you know the Pope was like blessing out into the crowd and they're like. He doesn't actually have to like look at you directly. It's just like it's a magic area of blessing as he waves out. So everyone in his presence, his mere presence, will be blessed. You don't need that's, to. Be yeah, out. that's my point. <clears throat> I don't think Kim Kardashian gets that in infallibility. Well, <laughs> just like an aura of blessing, I guess. Yeah, this is again my point. Why I don't. It's not in what like. Here's the thing. This pope better than most. Right, like in terms of like when he says stuff like you know global warming's bad and inequality is bad and all that stuff. Like yeah, yeah that's. But I, I guess my point is is like I don't like any pope. So like, and so this one is probably less. I like him more, but I still dislike him. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the pope, though, the Chinese president was in Seattle also. That is, that is not speaking of the pope, but it is a world kinda leader. Like the pope. It was kind of <laughs> like the pope. <laughs> So he walked like all the streets in Seattle for like a week. I know. I it was like so stupid. I was working from home, but they literally made a quarantine zone around his hotel. And yeah, like go like two blocks. And like seriously, you would think he had his own like blessing zone where no people were allowed. What? <laughs> and you think he would stay at like the Four Seasons, but he stayed at the Westin. I mean, come I know, on, like, right? Like near everything. I know. Um, it's not even that nice of a hotel. I don't think is it. Well, lessons are like top, like the lowest level of the top tier. That's what I mean. It's like not that nice, right? I think like maybe they just like rented some sort of crazy mansion instead of staying in a hotel or something. He could stay with Bill Gates. Yeah, but um, also I didn't know from uh, one of the reasons that he came here, which I was not aware of, is that in the United States, Washington is the largest largest exporter to China, which I thought was pretty cool. I guess. Um, uh, I'm wondering if it's, like, vegetables and stuff. It's airplanes and, like, stuff. They, they made a deal because they went and visited the, the Everett plants, and they bought, like, a bunch more airplanes. And it's apples. Like, I guess we export a lot of apples there. And, um, Chimneys. I don't know, other stuff. But we're the number one. I thought it would have been California because pretty much 
any like sort of major economical thing is them. But nope, why should you say, you know, did you see that uh, Mark Zuckerberg was up here and met with the Chinese president? Oh yeah, yeah. And, and he spoke 100% in Mandarin to him. Really? No way, I didn't hear that. That's kind of awesome. Yeah, apparently he's been studying the language for like a number of years and this is the first time he's able to use it in a, like a very high uh, level with a world politician. Basically highest level, <laughs> president of China? Well, I, know, I, mean, I guess like they have a prime minister or something too. Isn't well, the president like actually not do anything? Well, they have uh, they have the head of the Communist Party who's actually the leader. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But no, but I guess I guess my point is that Mark Zuckerberg has met a number of presidents, but like let's say he meets a like the like German prime minister or whatever, like he spoke to her in English. So he said this is the first one that was not English speaking that he's able to speak 100% in their native tongue. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So good for good for Mark Zuckerberg. You learned Chinese. Way to go. Yeah. Speaking of China, moving on with speaking ofs, we both ordered the new, I don't know how to say it, the Hua or whatever, Huawei. It's, it's Huawei. Huawei? Yeah, I think so. Uh, so new Huawei. Nexus 6P, which I'm pumped for. I'm very excited. I've had my phone, it'll be three years in November. Yeah, you so saw the four. I saw the four, and this is like the second round of fives and sixes. So, like, yeah, I've, it's going to be a pretty sweet phone. It's going to be really big, though. And we both got silver, the best of the three colors. Yeah. So screw you, Todd. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I've needed a new phone for a while. I'm looking forward to my six-inch screen because I feel like I need some high-definition six-inch screen bubble popping for my Marvel Puzzle Quest. Hell yeah. It's more than, it's like quad HD. Quad HD? Is that I better than? So. It's not 4K, but it's like uh, more than 1080p. That's good. I'm looking forward to that. I am really looking forward to that, to be honest. It's like super skinny, too. And it has the biggest battery that any phone has ever had. Probably because it's the biggest phone that, you know, it's but like But it's huge. still super thin. It's not the biggest phone. It's the same size as the iPhone 6 Plus. Is it bigger than the uh, the note the note? Book or whatever the hell the the Galaxy oh, no, Note. Four? Yeah, it's the same size. Got it. That's five point seven inch. It's still it's, big though. It's the same size as the One Plus One also. But uh, yeah, no, I'm pretty did excited. You get, November pre-ordered. Did you get rid of your One Plus One? Uh, no, my friend's borrowing it. Okay. Um, I wanted to. Uh, this is a a moment here that uh, we've been waiting for. It's a Kickstarter that we. Well, a coworker that we know, we um, we supported. I should say, I supported. Um, he wrote a novel called uh, California Four O'clock. Martin McClellan. Uh, his book came out. It's delivered. It's right here. Um, I haven't read it yet, but he did. Uh, he did sign it for me, um, which I didn't know. I took it back in. I was like, he didn't sign. It. He's like, did you even look? I'm like, oh, I guess not. But he did sign it. Not even how to look for his signature. Well, here's the thing. Do you know what an ex libris is? No. See this right here? Look at this thing. You see that right there? That yeah. empty space? I opened it up and there's this giant empty space that says Ex Libris. I'm like, why is there this like thing? He's like, oh, that's where... And I was like, he should have signed it. So I didn't go any further, but it's like one page later. And I was like... And he's like, no, that's where you're supposed to personalize it. I'm like, who personalizes their book? What are you, a three-year-old? Like, your underwear? Like, are you like a like a, a um, an Amish person? You know, like, it's like one of your school books that, like, you have to write your name in the cover and cross out the last person who had it. Exactly. Or like an Amish person going to community college, you know, on their sheets. 
I feel like that should just be a TV show right there. I think everything that an Amish person going to community college would do would be very entertaining. <laughs> if it includes writing their, their name in the special section of their book and like, what else would they do? I want to know. Oh, uh, well, let me, let me tell you, um, I'm going to tell you a quick joke. Uh, I don't think I, not a joke, a quick story from college. Um, so in my freshman year, we had, uh, I went to NYU and we had like these like giant, like they were private dorm rooms. So, but the one we were in was like a, like a five suite. So it was like three, three in one room, two in a, another room and you share a bathroom. Yeah. And, um, and we had this guy, his name was Yossi. Well, that was his nickname. He was, uh, and, uh, that was his nickname is, I, I won't say his real name. Um, but it was freshman year and, um, my friend, I forget who it was. Essentially we were drinking, um, essentially, essentially we were drinking and someone drank way Dude, too much. Crack. Someone drank way too much. Yeah. And, and, uh, they barfed all over Yossi's sheets. Yeah. Right. And we didn't, and so we like, didn't know what to do. Right. And I'm talking like nasty Doritos, Taco <laughs> Bell, like college, just, college kid barf. Yeah, college kid barf. And then we, as we're cleaning it up, we look and like all of his sheets had his names written on the labels, right? Because we were like, well, we'll just, don't worry, we'll just go find another pair of sheets and we'll replace it and they'll never know. So we were like, we couldn't replace it. So we had to essentially, um, well, actually, we, you know what we ended up doing? We ended up finding replacement sheets and then forging. The oh, new- you forged his name? That's <laughs> what, yeah. Wait, would he have cared if you just told him? Uh, I mean, it, it was all over the mattress. It, I mean, we're talking like massive, disgusting vomit. Like, yeah, what, but like, what would he have done? Just been pissed? Like, uh, probably. It would have been like a dick move, but like, would it matter? <laughs> well, he was, he was, he was also super abrasive. He oh, was, okay, I got it. Yeah, he, he, he was also um, Orthodox Jewish, and you know, you weren't—they're not allowed to use the light switch and stuff during. Yeah. Uh, and he would like if we left Wait, the light, Amish or Orthodox Jew? Jewish, Jewish. Oh, so you, he's not Amish? No, he's not Amish. He's okay, no, okay, okay. I no, know no, Amish. no. He so what he would do if we left the lights on is he would um he would get up like a towel or something and then smash the light. What? He wouldn't just flip the switch? No, you can't do that. It's against his religion. To turn it off? Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Wait, how does that even work? Uh, what do you mean? How does that work? Can we unscrew the bulb? No, I, I don't think you could touch Essentially, you can't touch it. Yeah, but he used the thing to smash it. I have, Look, are you trying to get into the intricacies? I don't know. I just, I've never heard of that. I've heard the light switch thing, but I haven't heard the breaking bulbs thing. Yeah, yeah. That's what he would do. That, that's, that, was, his, that was his shtick. We also were on the third floor because you can't use an elevator... And and uh, so he had to pick a low floor so he didn't have to walk up like you know twenty flights of stairs to get to his room. Well, he should have to walk up the stairs. Well, he did have to walk up the stairs, but only to the third floor. Yeah. So anyway, that's that. Just wanted to get that out there. That's yeah. Craziness. Um, so I know you're a huge fan of the um, of uh, Tesla. And, yeah, I like I like the cars. So I mean uh, that. that. That um, Leroy Musk, he's cool too. Did you see that they released? Obviously, you saw, but let's discuss Tesla X. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. I didn't read as much about you. Like these are a lot of good bullet points. I know. I I spent I spent 
a little bit of time on our notes this week regarding this uh, regarding this yeah, automobile. Very fleshed out. Yeah, I like the panoramic windshield. I think it's really cool. So here are the features to the one hundred and thirty thousand dollar car, um, which has an upgrade model to which uh, has the uh, the ludicrous speed mode, which could get you to zero to sixty in three point two seconds, which is. But the the Model S has the ludicrous speed mode on all of them. I don't know why this one only has it on one. Um, no, again, the Model S only has it in the upgraded models, and also I was reading in this article that the yeah. the guts of this car is exactly the same as the Model S. The guts? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, just to uh, go over some of the features here, we, they have a panoramic windshield. So essentially, the windshield starts here and goes way up here. All the yeah. way. It's pretty cool. Um, it says wing doors, pedestal seats. So I, I don't fully understand this, but I guess the seats in the back, you could like, it's like, there's, it's not like, I don't know about you, but when I lose my key in my modern, like if I lose my cell phone in my modern car underneath the seat, it's like gone forever until I get like, I have to like, it's like operation. I need like scalpels and, uh, it's like crazy because it's it's there's it's all metal and gears and everything under there. So these now you don't even have that. You could just like shove shit under there. Yeah. Um, it has a two hundred file uh, two hundred fifty mile capacity and the char It has a quick charge feature. You could charge the battery in thirty minutes. It also yeah, it's has, way fast. It has five thousand pounds worth of towing power, which is pretty good. But the most ridiculous thing is the bio defense mode, and I think this is yeah. just, just silly. Um, I mean, I think the name is, like, weird, like, I mean, crazy, but, like, I don't think that's a weird feature, because I don't think it's the unnormal. It is absolutely unnormal. So it's just me, a HEPA filter. Like, you can it, get it, that for anything. It's not a HEPA filter. It creates a vacuum, a pressurized... Yeah, that's just a fan. All right. The car has an air filtration system so advanced that it can protect passengers from biological weapons. So, are I mean, like, that's, they're just, like, that's a use that you could have for it. So it's here's like my, a hospital. Well, well, hold up. So you're telling me any other car, if you were in a zone of some sort of chemical weapon, biological I feel weapon. like, yes, you could add that. And no, other, other nice cars do have the same thing, basically. Hmm, okay. Like air filtration systems that have, like, hospital-grade HEPA filters so and, like, totally make sure that the air inside is, like, you know... Negative, whatever. But is that out of the box, or is that a special? Yeah, out of the box. So you're other saying, nice cars have that. You were saying other they just nice don't call it that. It's like the name is like extremely like, it's just extreme. It's like ludicrous. It's like the same thing as saying ludicrous speed, which is like a cool feature. And like, yeah, no other car can do that though. It's I. But well, that's because there's no other nice electric cars. I love this. They're, according to Elon Musk, they're trying to be a leader in apocalyptic defense scenarios. Yeah, I know, yeah. So you're saying other cars have this, and I say to you, sir, yeah. prove it. Prove it. I want to see. I need literature to show me where that happens. I will show you. I mean, they'll, probably, they'll phrase it differently, but let's see. Uh... The, yeah, for next week. For next week. We'll keep people on edge. And if you, by the way, yeah, if anyone can... Any of our audience out there, if you find something that shows that other cars have bio-defense modes... No, that's what I'm saying. It's not called that. Well, look, I'm, right, I'm going to use not the bio-defense mode. If they have a thing that could protect you from an apocalyptic defense that's scenario... That's also a dumb way to put it. All right. If, if they, they have something that is hospital-grade, HEPA filter, negative air pressure air cabin, or it's, like... It's actually, cabin. it's actually a positive air pressure. Positive system. pressure, whatever. 
that's like that's the thing that it is. The other ones are just describing it in an extreme way, which also would, you know, be effective at because actually, like, the, also I read some articles that a bunch of like defense people were like up in arms about that because it totally wouldn't work for that, and it's not rated for that. It's only rated like a hospital. <laughs> they just have a crazy name for it. That's it. Okay, again. So you're saying it's marketing, is what you're saying? It's marketing. I mean, it's like saying retina display or like, you know, whatever all the Apple does all the time. And they just make up crazy names for regular stuff. Well, I personally think it's, I think I just like it. Bio defense. Exactly. No, it is way cool. It's cool. But it's like, that's why people like Apple stuff too. <laughs> um, here's the thing. To me, if you were to, let's say we're talking marketing speak here. Yeah. If I see retina display, yeah. And I see bio defense mode. Yeah. I, I am going immediately with bio defense mode. There's no, like, I'm like, that is way cooler. Like, retina display. I, but I bet that's probably what Apple would call their air filter thing, is what I'm saying. You, it's very, very likely. And so kudos. I mean, that's why they call it a retina display, is because it, like, has some logic that, like, it's the most resolution that your eyes can make out at a specific distance, even though it's lower resolution than every single other phone in the market. That's why they gave it a different name, because <laughs> the stats are not as good, but it like fulfills that separate need. Uh, because any more pixels would just be unnecessary. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, look, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I just like it. I think it's funny. No, it is. It's, it's cool. I'm just like pointing out that like other cars have that, and like it's not as crazy. It's not a crazy thing, even though they phrase it as so. Okay. All right. Well, here is something that's crazy. Genetically engineered micro pigs to be sold as pets. I know. That's cool. I want one of those. Me too. So um, this will probably be our last story of the night, but uh, for our audience, just, you know, just look it up. Genetically engineered micro pigs. Essentially, there's a uh, genomic institute in China called BGI has, uh, has created a, 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 a small breed of pig called a BAMA, and not B-A-M-A. Um, and they essentially like took it, and it was originally for medical purposes. So I guess like uh, pigs are very close to humans, uh, yeah. but ha but it, pigs are normally giant, so it's really hard to kind of like run experiments on them because you have to do things this way and that way, and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they made like these new pigs, and um, the people went so bonkers for them that yeah. um, that now they're going to start selling them from a, from a retail perspective, and. The craziest thing is that these pigs will never get bigger than, you know, because most pigs, like most pet pigs. They'll get super big, yeah. Yeah, they get super big, like like up to like 200 pounds, right? Yeah. This one, this one will only, at most, 33 pounds, which is the size of a medium-sized dog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what's interesting is, is that even though it was done through genetics, um, all of the animals themselves are not actually spliced and then created. They've actually created. They're actually breeding male micro pigs with female micro pigs, and they're and they're having micro pig babies. So you're actually getting a baby of a micro pig. It's not. <laughs> I mean, it would be anyways. I mean, well, that's no. what I mean. I think the whole genetic engineering thing is like stupid that people freak out about it because I mean, like people are going to freak out about this still, and you have to explain that very explicitly to them. Like, it's really you're just breeding them, but breeding is just another word for genetic engineering. Or like, um, so like there's natural selection and then there's like, you know, selective breeding, right? So like, um, 
the, but like, like that's what people did with dogs and like the whole thing about like dogs are like messed up that we made all these dogs like that, that's I, so i actually had this exact same conversation with someone at work today they were like that i was like oh look it's you know this micro pig i was like i'm like you got a dog too soon because this person had just got a dog i'm like you're missing out on now you can't even get a micro pig because you got a dog and they're like, well, that seems weird. You know, they're genetically, I'm like, your dog is a poodle. And that poodle has been genetically engineered through breeding probably for 100 years. This is just an improved process of the yeah, exact. And also, like, it's not even, it wasn't some sort of, like, functional genetic breeding. It was, like, totally a hobby for people. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, and, um, and on top of this, like, with, with the breeding that was in, in dog species, there are inherent genetic flaws with a number of species because of the way that they interbred a number of species to get to a certain like uh, breed itself. With yeah. the with these um with these pigs and with any sort of like gene splicing technology, you can actually remove all of the defects that would be existent that would exist in um in these in these animals. I know. Yeah. No. I mean, I I'm like that. Like the whole yeah. That stuff's crazy. But you know, people are gonna say it. But then people are totally fine with dogs and like. Oh, oh you know what people are saying right now? So because huh. I, I guess, so I guess not all pigs that come from the micro pig, um, uh, what do you call a, a group of pigs that get born? An offspring? What's the offspring called? Like a like a kitty or a kittle? Or... Oh, like a piglet? Yeah, but how many, what if you have a whole group of piglets? What do you call that? Like uh, a horde? Yeah. <laughs> so when like the mom gives birth to the piggies, yeah. Essentially, like not all of them are micro pigs. Oh yeah. So people are complaining. What are they doing with those non micro pigs? <laughs> As they're eating their bacon. I know. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, they're going to be killing those other pigs. Yeah. As you're like, you know, cooking up your pork chop. I know. So I know. you know, people. Are, yeah. People, man. So I, here's the thing. The price of these, by the way, these micro pigs are freaking adorable i mean it's, <laughs> hey it's, like small animals they're just I, super cute yeah it's like as if you took like a cute pig and made it cute for its entire life like that's like the deal with these things <laughs> i know i think it would be awesome i would get a perma kitten if i could just like a cat that would always be a kitten that would be awesome <laughs> or like if they, if there were dogs that would be just puppies all the time that would be the most popular dog like, by far um i don't know if you remember the um the, there was a cartoon where it was like, I think it was like a beer commercial, like the world's most interesting man or something. And they had like a miniature giraffe. Oh yeah. Do you remember? It was like a miniature giraffe. But like, I feel like we're just, we're not too far away from having pet miniature giraffes. I know. I think that would be cool. Um, but uh, so just so people, if you're interested in buying a micro pig, they cost 10,000 won. How much is that in dollars? $1,570. Uh, that's kind of a lot. I guess it's not that much for dogs. Well, here's the thing. A, a purebred dog, like a like a purebred, like, high-class dog, could run any up up to, like, a couple grand. So this is more expensive than that. And I'm assuming once you, if, like, if you ordered two, like a male and female, you could probably just breed them yourself and then have a whole – it's just a matter of time before there's micro pigs everywhere. I know. That's going to be cool. Yeah. So um, they do say one thing you need to know is that micro pigs um, will uh, will they are much like all other pigs. You do need to have a backyard because they like to root and play in the dirt. And if you don't have that, they will like rip apart your house. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. 
I wonder yeah. if Jeff would get along with it. Um, I think so. I think so. Why not? I think so too. But then he'd be jealous because he can't go outside. That's true, but the pig could come back and be like, tell Jeff all about it. It'd be like, you know, because right now no one tells Jeff anything about the outside. The pig that could come true. back. The pig could That's come back true. and be like, man, you don't want to go out there. It's all dirt and trees. I do kind of want to get a micro pig. So if, cool. it would be awesome to have a micro pig and do a micro pig unboxing. Oh, what? <laughs> I think as a sub video, that could be very popular. A micro pig unboxing? How do you think they I should? I don't know how it like un- well, like revealing. It wouldn't. I, I'd call it an unboxing, but. Well, how do you think they deliver a micro pig? Like, I know that's what I was thinking too. I was actually thinking about getting two and breeding them because I think that would be very profitable. I think it would it's be. Gotta have something to stop you from doing that. I don't think so. I don't, like. Here's the thing: I mean, like, not selling like the females or something. I don't know something like that. But. Maybe, I guess. I mean, you could get a female, I could get a male, and we could just, like, be partners in a micro-pig business. No, but I mean, like, maybe they only sell one of the genders. Possible. I mean, it doesn't... It's Oh, so here's what it says, actually. Male micro-pigs are bred with normal female bamas. So essentially, you just use a male micro-pig and breed it with another pig that's not a micro-pig. And that Uh, breed... uh, I can't do that, then that breeding led to 15% of the offspring becoming micro pigs. So essentially all you would need I, would be a male micro pig. And a farm. <laughs> I can't have, I don't even have a normal pig. Well, no, a, the Bama is a, nor, is a normally small pig in and of itself. It's not like a giant heifer. Still though. Or is a heifer a pig or is a heifer a cow? Oh, I think that's a cow. I don't know. Farms. <laughs> yeah, ho- no hog, a hog and heifer. So yeah, it is a pig. It's not like a normal hog. Anyway, micro pigs. I'm all about it. I'm all about genetically spliced into um, animals that make pets, um, as long as they're ta- they're taken care of in a loving home. Totally. Yeah. So uh, I think that about does it. Do you have anything else you want to add about 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 done? Does it? Say, so, uh, could you do the Boston thing for me one more time? Do it for me. Uh Jay. Like, is it Jay? Yeah, it's Jay. I'm trying to remember when he's like, look at the fish, bro. What's Jay? I don't know. I can't do it without watching it. Boston. Can't do it. But it's pretty funny. Yeah, Check hilarious guy. Boston yeah, fishing guy. Look it up. Look it up. Oh, and the, the pizza rat. Oh, the pizza rat. Yeah, we didn't mention the pizza rat. That was big. Yeah. So um, anyway, micro pigs, pizza rats, and... And some guy who's out in the, the the somewhere in Boston and talking to Jay. I believe his name was Mike. Anyway, and it was Mike. So yeah. this this is Parland saying, "Hope you enjoyed our episode." And sayonara, muchachos. And this is Fresher saying, "Later, taters." Peace out.